Hey everybody, welcome back. This is episode 18 of Rain City Supercars. We're almost 20. I know, I still feel young. Well, you shouldn't. It sounds better. <laughs> you shouldn't. I know for a fact you told somebody to get off your lawn today. <laughs> I did. So, That's a true story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a great episode. Uh, we've got Kristen from uh, LeMay, America's Car Museum today with us, who's been a friend of ours for a while. We met her through Exotics and uh, ended up actually uh, meeting up with her down in Scottsdale. Yeah, she gets us into cool parties that nobody else yeah, will invite us to. Yeah, apparently, you know, she's <laughs> not really sure why we had to go through the back door. But, you know, either way, you know, <laughs> through a small Just elevator. you belong, yeah, exactly. wear an apron. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Put on. <laughs> that coat looks a lot like I'm serving drinks. You are. <laughs> I'm just happy I've got yeah. it. Yeah, actually, Amanda tried to get us into the show that you guys had this last weekend. What was the the uh, Drive the Blues Away? Drive the Blues Away. Awesome event. We didn't get to make it. We were out of town. We were actually uh, visiting Kevin Beach, uh, who we've had on as a previous guest. So we were all the way up in the frigid cold north of Bellingham. Yeah, and in spite of my constant asking, Kevin wasn't so happy willing to let me borrow his Ariel Adam. Well, I want to borrow the Lamborghini. The fro- freezing roads may have had something to do with it, but... Well, I'm still pressuring him. I think he needs, when he drives down to Monterey with this year, we need to take the Adam with us. Like, and I'm even willing to drive it, like, I'm, if I could find a helmet to fit my head. Yeah, <laughs> I think they make special helmets for that. They do, they do. They usually but, stop <laughs> you from hitting your head into things, but that's okay. Anyway. Are you suggesting something? <laughs> <laughs> or implying... <laughs> All right. Anyway, so without further ado, we have Kristen from LeMay, America's Car Museum, and she's going to tell us about, well, one, the museum, a lot about herself and how she got into that role, because she plays a very critical role there. She's been at a bunch of events. She comes to Exotics, the Microsoft Giving Campaign. You're everywhere these days. She's kind of a Jackie of all trades. I am. I'm going to be 100% honest. I'm not quite sure what your role is because you've done so many things from putting on shows to bringing cars to up to Exotics at Redmond Town Center. I mean, you do it all. I do. But I don't really know what I do. <laughs> as long as you're well paid for it, it doesn't matter. Picks up all the yeah. loose ends that nobody else yeah. wants to do. Well, first, thanks for having me. Um, this is a lot of fun. You guys are making me laugh and we're not even five minutes into it. So... Um, Yes, my title is Annual Giving and Membership Manager, and I do, I get to do a lot. Um, so I oversee all of our members. Uh, we have a, almost 6,000, uh, which is pretty incredible. I do get to go to a lot of events, be a part of a lot of events, and venture out into the community, which is where I met you guys. Lucky us. Yep. Not so lucky you. Not so lucky you. And, <laughs> news, um, bad news situation, yeah. <laughs> One of the very favorite parts of my job is, yes, I get to take a museum car out and about every once in a while and drive it like it's mine and go meet people. Well, you got to use the cars. Uh, you had a, the last time I saw you at an event that you were driving was the giving campaign, I think. And I, yes. I know you've been to others, but you had that. Uh, I don't want to talk about six, the giving campaign. <laughs> the, the one where Nick got stuck in an <laughs> I-8 for the entire day and drove nothing else. I didn't even drive that, remember? <laughs> he didn't even drive the A. Yeah, he just got stuck with yeah. terrible drivers driving anyway, the sorry. A. Sorry, I don't want to make this about me. Anyway, yeah, so you had a 69 uh, Camaro, right? I, yes, I did. Hugger orange. Mm-hmm. Gorgeous car. I think that's the official 69 color. Is that it? Yes. Yeah. So that Somebody was will the correct first time I got to take that car out, and I had been asking for over a year to take that car out, so that was a big day. What's under the hood of that thing? Oh, I think it's a, it's I an mean, SS, I think, so it's six gerbils. <laughs> <laughs> Six gerbils. All I know is that it sounded good. It stayed running the whole time, and it just felt amazing. Let's so. let's let's backtrack a little bit here for those in the car community that 
and I can't believe they would there would be out there, but just to, can you give us a little brief description of what LeMay is and where you are, and we'll start there and kind of work our way forward. I mean, yeah. I don't think there's many people out there that don't know, but I'd like to cover it for those. Well, there are a lot of people that have never been to the museum, and maybe they don't know about it. That's because they're posers and don't know cars. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Stamps. They're kind of a big deal. <laughs> yes. So LeMay America's Car Museum is located downtown Tacoma. You can't miss it right off of I-5. Um, beautiful view of downtown Tacoma when you're standing up in Showcase Gallery. It's amazing. It's the most beautiful today. thing in the Tacoma Dome parking lot. Yes, it absolutely <laughs> is. And um, what I can tell you is that there's almost about 400 cars in that museum, about 50 motorcycles, and there are four levels. Um, so a lot of people don't know how big it is inside, but it is huge, and it just goes and goes and goes. Yeah, this is... Uh you guys aren't technically bigger than the Peterson Museum, I don't think. I don't think so. No, but you have amazing cars. Mm -hmm. World, This is a world-class facility, not some... There are a ton of car museums. As I've traveled around the U.S. and driven, it's like, come see this car museum. Come see this car museum. And it's usually just somebody's old junk in a building, like they're writing off. Which know. is ironic, because that's kind of how LeMay started, with just a bunch of old junk. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 But a lot of these museums that you drive around and see across the nation are pretty much just tax shelters for people with a lot of money. This is not that case. LeMay is literally world-class. One of the nicest facilities I've ever seen, period. It probably is the nicest automotive museum I've ever seen. Out, there's nothing else I've been to that compares to it. Um, Penske was great, but it's so small. This is huge, and it has everything from new exotics to all the way to pre-war. Before that, you have yep. steam-powered cars yep, in there. Yeah, steam-powered. Yeah. yeah, so this is everything. Everything. Yeah. yeah. And a rear-mounted Ferrari. What is that? It was what, What's that famous car they've got down there? That's It's got a Ferrari engine in it. It's not a Fiero. It's a. Uh, it's, it's got its own display, remember? Oh, yeah. It's, 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 what? Cla it's known throughout the car community. Yeah, it's the one it's next at the to end the of one of the aisles. And it's, it's next a to car the driving that, simulator. And it's got a Ferrari engine in it, and it's like a, it's not, it's it's like a Volkswagen. Oh or, yes, it's red. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I'll post a link to it on the blog. You, we'll uh, we'll explore the museum it's more. A side road, but yeah, uh, on the on the podcast page, I'll ex we'll put more information about the museum. But let's talk more about Chrissy. How did you get into this? I mean, I know you have a, a bit of a you know you were into go karts and stuff, but this is a, a huge step. This is a big deal. Well, yeah. Kristen, you could tell us too. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Chrissy, Kristen. <laughs> You've been called worse by better. Don't worry. <laughs> well, I've been with the museum now almost four years. Um, and initially, I came in as the office coordinator in the administrative office. Um, so I got there because I simply applied <laughs> for the job. But um, I've always had a passion for cars. I was brought up around cars. My dad always had old cars, race cars, motorcycles. Um, so the thought of working there sounded amazing. Um, so it's how I ended up there. I um, have moved three or four positions since I've started. And um, now yes, I'm you're one of the national treasures of the museum. <laughs> Everybody speaks very highly of you there. Oh, that's yes. nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. It's, that's one heck of a way to work your way up because... Uh, so it's, it's, it's as two guys get in the automotive business, as far as like, you know, with the podcast and dance drives and just volunteering and stuff, actually getting your foot in the door and working in the industry is a whole different story. Mm -hmm. it is. It's extremely hard to break into it and actually be successful. It's, you can be, there's a lot of guys at the, like, you know, 
I wouldn't say they're not successful. I don't want to sound. Uh, I think they arrogant. dabble. I, I think yeah, they're dabblers. Yeah. Yeah, or they or they're just kind of at the the entry level of the job, and that's kind of all they stay before they go and do something else to actually be in the industry, and make a career out of it. Totally different story. It's it's a very small industry. Like I mean, and you, we, I realized that I, I've realized it before. But I, like the Pinsky party was a perfectly good example. Like we walked into that room, and your people like you know Matt Farah and Chip Foose, your 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 <laughs> yeah. creepy your father, Chip. Mr. Putnam. Yes. You know, and I think this industry is very hard to break into because it's uh, because it's a very small group. It's a very trusting group, and you you have to sort of vet yourself that you have either the knowledge or you have you the passion for that for the automotive craft. Exactly. So you've obviously proven yourself because you've stuck around. And you keep moving up. So yeah, we're very proud of yeah, you. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. <laughs> Thanks. Well, prior to that, I came from a family owned and operated business. I worked for my dad for 10 years in the hardwood flooring industry. Um, and at the same time, uh, my mom and I did weddings for five years in their backyard. So there's my event side of things. That explains a lot. It's funny how that all works out. run like clockwork, and I've always wondered where that, that you know that came from. But well, it's not all me. We have an outstanding events team. So oh, but it doesn't matter. Give a shout I'm just kidding. Out I'm just kidding. It's, it's all you. No, it's all Chrissy. She runs the whole thing. Well, I don't see them here talking about it. <laughs> so, what's been your, uh, your what's been your favorite event so far? Like, I mean, you you've grown through the process. You've gotten to know everybody in the car industry. I mean. Mm-hmm. What's been your, you, you ended up in Scottsdale. I mean, you, you get to go all the cool places and do all the cool things. What's your favorite so far? I do. Well, one of my very favorite events is our signature event, uh, Drive the Blues Away, which we um, just had That's last blues, weekend. not booze. Yep, Drive the Blues Away. And Confused it's not me a, the first time, too. It's <laughs> We're going bootlegging. <laughs> that seems like a bad sponsorship for an automotive yeah, exam. <laughs> It's not a blues concert, um, but we do have live music, um, all from 80s bands, 70s bands. But that, I love that event because it's very casual. We bring in um, people from all over in the community. Um, There's just not one standard, you know, there's families there, young people, older people. It's a good mix. So... At that event, we uh, do tastings for local breweries and distilleries, and um, caterers uh-huh. are serving food. We did miss out. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's a, it's a ton of fun, and I just I I love being there and seeing our members and a lot of the other friends that I've met in the community. So, I mean, one of my favorite events, and I mean, and I've haven't had a ton of time to do them but like the end of the year fender bender which is sponsored by fender guitars which i love yeah that's a really cool um, event and i and i like the fact that i mean besides exotics like you know you have that wonderful field next to there and it there's such those cars come out of everywhere and some of the people that i've the, i've had com- the, the pleasure of having conversations <laughs> with it's just like oh yeah you know my great grandmother or my grandmother owned this car and then i've had it and then like this and then we restored it and you know it's just some really interesting interesting cars that you just don't necessarily see except they bring them out to your events which is great yes yeah, yeah. and to hear all their stories is pretty amazing yeah and story. time consuming yes <laughs> now that you have me thinking about all of the events that we do i it's a t- it's tough i really enjoy them all they're all so different this is um, like saying pick your favorite child yeah, <laughs> Oh, everybody's well, can't got do one. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're not supposed yeah, to say maybe. it. I think, yeah, I think I do. I'm an only that. child, and I still don't think I'm my favorite, my parents' favorite child. So that's okay. So. It's okay. They really like the dog. I well, I really like the dog, so I get it. You know, Bart's special. All right. So, 
of all the events, everything, what's your favorite car you've driven, though? That you've driven. I know there's a ton in the museum that I'd love to get behind the wheel of, but you've had some interesting cars you got. Yeah, that's a tough one, too. Um, you posted a photo on Facebook this week of that GT500 that you walk by every day. That... I've been asking to drive her forever. I, don't <laughs> I love that you call I'm it a her. <laughs> but yes, I walk, by, I, I walk by that every day, and I just think someday I'm going to get to drive it. Um, and you saw the new... The, the Volkswagen that we brought in. I just posted that too. I must, I may have I missed that one. Yeah. I believe it's a 76 um, stock Safari windows. Jason was all over it. He oh, imagine that. Oh, okay. My yeah. gosh. That um, eventually will work into our fleet. It's a nice van. And it's a nice van. <laughs> oh. Maybe I'll get to drive I love you, Jason. it. That's just, that's just fun. But I, the Camaro, um, I mean, I've driven a couple, we've got a couple convertible Mustangs. Um, Another 69 Mustang that I've driven. I've driven a Nomad. That's not as fun sitting in traffic because of the hard clutch. And, it, oh, you yeah. Know. So as far as, um, I mean, that Camaro by far is probably my most favorite car that I've driven I think from one the of the f- first times we met her, she drove up that. And, and, and I don't know if you guys still have it. You had all the graphics all over that, that Mustang, that red um, mm-hmm convertible Mustang, which was gorgeous, and it really popped with the white uh, LeMay graphics on mm-hmm. it. I mean, is that something you guys use a lot? Is that a promotional car? Or do those? It is a promotional car, and it's actually sitting in Detroit right now, oh, as okay. well as the Camaro. Oh. oh. What are they doing in Detroit? So they drove those cars on, we do a, um, a yearly drive called the Drive Home mm-hmm. that um, people come together and drive across the country. Um, we you go know, to different stops. You think you told me about this? Yes, we were down in Scottsdale. Yeah, and I'm not a part of that that team in in heading that because um, I need to stay here and do things here. But they tend to take all the cars that I get to drive and then leave them for a year, so then I get new ones. <laughs> oh, yeah, replenish the stock. There's nothing so wrong with that. That's kind of fun. I actually don't know what I'll be driving this summer. That will be a surprise. I recommend the bus. You yeah. can't have a bad yeah. time in a 21 window bus. Yeah. You just can't. It's yeah. just, it makes everybody smile every time they see it. Mm-hmm. Every time we go out with Jason, it's just like a, it's, it, that thing draws more attention than a Ferrari. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just like, mm-hmm. looks like in bus. I remember getting stoned in one of those in the seventies. Last year I, I showed the 70s. up. <laughs> oh jeez. <laughs> the Oldsmobile 442. Yes. Yeah. That gets a lot of looks and, um, the, I drove it to Exotics last summer, and it's baby blue with navy blue interior. Yeah, that's one of those classic beast. cars that even if you don't know cars, you know an Oldsmobile 442. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's just something you know. I'm 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 with Dan. I think you need to drive. You know, you need to drive the bus. I mean, one of the best times I've ever had. Uh, Jason and I took his two buses, and we drove with a bunch of other VW guys very slowly to Leavenworth. And I mean, you t- I've never gone up that pass that slow in my life, but I have never had more fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I think I, I'm, that's my vote. I think you need to. I think you need to start the uh, convincing of driving. Yeah, that, I'm you know? I'm going to work on it. Yeah. Don't tell anyone. Okay. Shh. Yeah. It's a secret. <laughs> it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are you guys have exotics in there right now that's that's we your do. so the top floor of LeMay gets changed quite a bit right mm-hmm. now it's exotics before that mm-hmm. I think you I mean and it's eclectic too you had low riders you've had yeah we have muscle we have low riders on route 66 right now um so it's a smaller exhibit but the larger exhibits are changed out about every six to eight months that are in showcase gallery nice we've got a lot of friends that have 
kept their cars there. You know, Mike Wilson had his Countach there for a while. And one of the things, if you go to LeMay, and it's it's one of the coolest optical illusions that you will yes. ever increase. Yeah, it's so trippy. Is you come into LeMay, and it looks like the floor goes up. Yeah. And it does not. The way the building is, I can't. I don't know how to describe it, but it's it's something that every time I go there, I forget about it. And then I go, oh. And, you, and people won't believe you. You have to nope. put like a ball on the floor, and yep. it won't move. And they're yep. like... How does that work? <laughs> How is this not all sliding out the back door? Yeah. Yeah, it's super cool. Um, all right, so Camaro's been your favorite so far. You've had some cars of your own, though. I mean, you've had you've, classic cars or muscle cars sort of run in the family. I wouldn't say of your own, but... Yeah, so my dad has a 1948 Chevrolet Fleetline um, that he's had since high school. It's fully restored now. In fact, it was um, in the museum last year on Route 66 when we featured hot rods. And so it's very cool. It's very gangster. Um, (laughs) Air quote. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And uh, my mom has a 64 um, baby blue Riviera um, that I'm hoping to take out to a couple car shows this summer with her. And Better to ask for for, for, for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, right. yeah, that's what I thought. Where's the car? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's happy. My <laughs> grandfather left my brother a 51 Kaiser um, that's fully restored. Ooh, a Kaiser roll. I yes, like it. Yes, <laughs> So, yes, I've been around many different cars and motorcycles all my life. My dad has a Road King. And well, my you, mom you, has you, a Heritage You, you told tail. us you started... You grew up, you, you were racing go-karts, right? Yep, I was okay. racing go-karts. Um, started when I was 14 um, out on the dirt oval track out at a place called Oakwood Arena out past the Roy Y, if you ever go out that direction. I don't know if you do. Where is that? <laughs> um, way, way out, way out. If you jump on Pacific Avenue from the museum and just start heading south. And stay on it until it ends. I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea that was there. Hmm. Okay. Um, Learn something new every day. So then from, uh, from dirt, then I moved to asphalt. And uh, my brother and I actually, we both raced and very competitive. Um, I was Gold Cup champion a few years in a row. That a girl. Um, nice. I have some track records out at the uh, Mountain Highway go-kart track. And um, traveled nationally. In fact, I, in high school, wasn't going to proms and other tolos and things. I was racing, so my dad... You probably knew more about cars than the guys you were dating anyway, so that's fine. Yeah, I I mean, a little, yeah, probably. A lot. (laughs) Let's be honest, a lot. Yeah, a lot. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. So, I I actually uh, grew up out at Spanaway Speedway. Which is no longer there, um, but my parents raced stock cars prior to my brother and I jumping into go karts. So, I love was, the family uh, I grew up in, but that sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't realize I've had some a uh, uh, family friend of ours back in Spokane that, that raced go karts, and like really seriously, it's an expensive sport. Like, I mean, very I mean, expensive. And and some of the times they were racing like the like the full series and they're moving like i just oh yeah 125 cc shifters are doing zero to 60 in less than two three seconds i mean not with me on them they're not <laughs> yes and There's when the you're sitting class. yeah <laughs> that low to the ground and of course um the class i was racing i was racing four stroke motors for a long time my brother was in two strokes so we were in different classes because we would be racing together and dad didn't like that 
Because um, <laughs> somebody had to lose. <laughs> Someone always had mm-hmm. to lose. Yeah, it wasn't going to be me. Poor brother. Yeah. But yeah, you're very low to the ground, um, probably between, you know, 50 to 80 miles per hour, depending on the size of the straightaway track. Um, but I you know talking about cost tires are around 250 to $300. Then you've got your entry fee, your fuel, and all the other mechanicals that go with it. A so. long time ago in a lifetime far away, I worked in the motorcycle industry. And for a short time in that, for about a year, I helped in the, uh, the cart center. Uh, that was all shifters. Well, shifters and Rotax. Rotax is uh, not shifter, but same kind of shifter chassis. So with spec class carting and the money those guys had to spend to be competitive was literally the same level as road racing a street bike and hmm. being competitive. Like it is a forever money pit. Autocross is way cheaper. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's uh and it's extreme. Those guys, I mean, the speeds they can take corners because they're on four wheels versus two. And with how sticky compound those tires are as uh, our previous guest, Andrew could tell you like, it is painful. Yeah, Andrew started mm-hmm. in carts too, mm-hmm. didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's how yeah. most Formula One drivers yeah. started. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ayrton Senna. <laughs> no clue who that is. Yeah. I know Eric Senna. <laughs> 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 yeah, was a major uh, go-kart champion. I think Schumacher was as well. That's uh, mm-hmm. shifters and all that stuff. Everybody starts in like, I mean, they have them as little as like 50 cc's for little tiny kids. Oh, I mean, yeah. like yeah. three, four years old. That's adorable. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they go like five or 10, but they're still getting the, Yeah, they start kid carts they're when they're so five. Cute. And yeah. I had put my son into kid carts when he was five. And oh. We don't do that any longer because like you said, it's really expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Yeah, take them flying, it's way your cheaper. Kid, your kid can do a sport, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. yeah, it takes a lot of money to be competitive in that, but man, is it fun. I, I wish I could do that again it's it's a ton of fun and the farthest i've traveled was louisiana for a national race and that was a clay oval oh um eighth mile and i ended up placing 10th out of 80 oh that's good um so of course all 80 carts weren't on the track at the same time you had to work your way up in the heats but (laughs) big accomplishment for me that's incredible so. so why'd you get out of it you know, life happens. Life happens. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Get married. You have kids. Other things take priority. So I retired. Yeah, that's fair. As long <laughs> as you retired on top and you beat your brother, that's all that matters. That's right. fine. Yep. Yeah. He can never, ever live that down. Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. All right. Let's, uh, let's take a quick break. We'll get a sponsor break in and then we'll be right back. Hey, everybody, this is Dan from Rain City Supercars. Rain City Supercars is brought to you by M Squared Fitness, personalized fitness and personalized performance. Nick and I are both members at M Squared and can personally testify to the great results. You can find M Squared Fitness at m2-fitness.com or on Facebook or Instagram at m2fitnessredmond. Mention Rain City Supercars and get your first visit free. But remember, you've got to mention Rain City Supercars. And we're back. Uh, Kristen, we always like to talk to our guests about what they drive. And I know that not only are you a car girl, car woman, whatever you want to be, whatever you identify as, <laughs> I know you're a, big, you're a big boater too. So I'm assuming there's something that you, you drive in your daily that's got to get that boat to the water and things like that. Yes, we have a Dodge 3500 diesel, just oh. a big truck. Yeah. Pulls so, everything. Hey, does the job. <laughs> um, and I currently drive a, a Legacy Subaru. I'm a um, huge Subaru. I've, I've owned several <laughs> Legacies. I love them. I, it, wait a minute. Were you, know, you complaining about the snow today? Yeah, wait, yeah that's a yes, really good no, point. I, no, I love that car. And mm-hmm. I, 
and I have no problems driving in the snow. I'm more worried about other people. That's a fair concern. Yes. Seattleites, but. you live in the Pacific Northwest. It's time to learn how to drive in the snow and the rain. <laughs> it's okay. You can do it. And a lot of you drive Subarus that can't be stopped. Yes. <laughs> I don't think I've ever been stuck in a Subaru. Like, I mean, I've, and I've done some really stupid shit in a Subaru. Challenge accepted. Yeah, challenge. Oh, I mean, that's it. I've yeah. pulled people out with my Subaru. So you got a legacy? Yes. Oh. It's a 2015. Yeah. It has nice. all the bells and whistles, heated seats, mm-hmm. eyesight, cameras. Pretty much could drive for me if I wanted it to, but. You know, I like to drive. They're so. wonderful cars. I can't. It's I, a great car. I speak very highly of Subaru. Yes, but. I feel very safe. Excellent. Um, but I've owned a lot of different cars. My very first car was a 91 Ford Escort GT. Woo! It was red. <laughs> my dad got it for me. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> and um, my second car after that was a 97 Ford Mustang V8. Got to be careful with those. They have a mind of their own. <laughs> <laughs> Crowd control cars. Yeah. Sorry, Sean. Which was one of my most favorite cars. You know, I was young when I had that car, and it was really fast. Um, In fact, I think I blew the tranny in it once or twice on accident. Oops. I might have been racing someone. Might have been racing. (laughs) Well, you had to get home because, you know, the the church was happening or something. (laughs) Something was happening. Something religious yeah and then after that um i decided to trade it in terrible mistake oh we all have that car you know why did i do Um, that yeah i ended up getting a pt cruiser oh why would you ever so embarrassing even talking about it i mean ever (laughs) ever 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 (laughs) as we mentioned last time pt cruisers are a running gag on our show (laughs) (laughs) I think they're a running gang at Plymouth, a gag at Plymouth as well, so don't worry. But I will tell you that it was purple. Oh, you got like that, 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 the classic PT Cruiser purple. Wasn't it officially like an eggplant purple or it something, is, something like, like that? It is like eggplant. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, I get what they were trying to do with the PT Cruiser. I do. Yeah. As far as the utility vehicle. Well, it isn't just I, didn't, it's like the Chevy SSR yeah, thing. Yeah. And the HHR. There oh, was, the HHR. Yeah. Well, the SSR too. Yeah. There was that 90s and early 2000s segment where they were really going for that retro thing. The Thunderbird, mm-hmm. the PT Cruiser, the HHR. Everybody had their little retro Pontiac thing. Pontiac Aztec. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then there was the, the redesign of the Mustang and the Camaro. They all kind of went or tried to go back to that more retro look. Yeah. It's worked and carried over for some of the muscle cars. It hasn't worked so well for the economy cars. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, my... So, just so I'm clear, and our <laughs> listeners are clear, you traded in a Mustang V8 for a PT Cruiser. Yeah, I did. You know what you did. The worst How do mistake. you live with the shame? <laughs> the only way I can get over it was the model of the 97 Mustang was not always my favorite. So, yeah. I think I liked more of the what was under, okay. the, yeah, under the hood, you know? Yeah. But my cruiser was lowered. I had 18-inch rims and tires on it. You can polish a turd. What do you know? (laughs) (laughs) So I'd like to say it was probably one of the cooler ones in town. (laughs) Well, somebody would. (laughs) Um, Then after that, um, that's when I um, got married and started having kids and moved on into a Ford Flex. Oh, that's better. Which loved so that car. What I'm hearing is being a single individual, I have to get a PT Cruiser and then that will help me get married. <laughs> Who knew? Sure, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm grasping at straws, damn it, Dan. Yeah. So I had a Ford Flex for a pretty long time, paid it off, and two months later um, 
got T-boned and it got totaled. So now that's where I am with my Subaru. Back in the Subaru. So I yep. love the Subaru. It's a great mm-hmm. car. It's a great car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let's delve a little bit deeper into you know what you do with LeMay. Like I said, I know a, a, a place like LeMay runs a lot on on their members and on the... Sponsorships and donations. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Yes. Yeah. So membership truly drives the museum. Um, and we... Pun intended. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Um, I am, I'm on the development team. So yes, we are out fundraising all the time. And so part of my goals are to find and sign up as many members as possible, whether it's a $50 donation or a $100 donation or a $1,000 donation. Um, I can tell you, just to kind of put things into perspective for people, that the museum... I believe we're more than just a museum. We are truly a destination. Absolutely. Um, where um, you're just not going to walk in and see just cars. Um, we have a learning center downstairs for youth and family. Just, I mean, just for everyone. Well, you have a wonderful grant program, you guys, that we, run, right? We do, yeah. yeah. So it takes about $500 to put a classroom on a bus and get them to the museum and have a program for them. And so... I tell people that because then they're understanding, okay, well, I'm helping in the community and helping kind of spread that mission and the love about the automobile. Let's teach these kids something. Give them a passion. Well, we always say yeah. teach your kid about kids about cars and they'll never have money for drugs. So very that's true. Smart. That's yeah, that's yeah. true. So um, yeah, I play a big role of fundraising for the museum. Included in that fundraising um, is attending events in the museum and outside of the museum, um, really focusing on building relationships with our community, um, building sponsorships um, so that the museum can continue to put on these big events. Keep the doors open. Keep the doors open and draw in the attendance. I'm kind of all over. um, LeMay is a huge part of the the downtown community with Tacoma too, and then part of that rejuvenation that is going on there, which I yes. think is really neat. I mean, you know, the building is gorgeous, and, and you can't imagine what type of money it took to raise to build that building, and then to keep the doors open. You know, I mean, but um, yeah, I was gonna say it, it's more than I think. People have misconceptions about museums sometimes. Mm-hmm. You really think of like an art museum, where you walk in and you just kind of look, and you're done. And I mean, they have value, of course, but Lemay is more than that. You can actually do things in Lemay. You have a cafe. Yeah, I mean, of course, the, the cafe and the gift shop, like a lot of places, but you have uh, a learning exhibits for kids and families we or do. anybody, really. You yeah. have, um, what's the RPM program you guys have? Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship. Yeah, I was reading a little bit about that, which is really cool, where it teaches kids, I mean, I guess adults too, actually. Yep, students. Students mm-hmm. uh, on rest- restoring automobiles and keeping things going, which is a lost art today. Well, you got to have a skill. I mean, you know, yeah. when, when, when the three of us sort of grew up, you know, and we were kicked out of the house, you know, in the morning and you went to do something, you learned. I mean, and today's generation, bless their souls, well, it's just strangle a lot of them, but they, they need a skill. They, I mean, you it's need to learn to work with your hands. Yeah, it's a different time. Yeah. Working with your hands isn't as common as it used to be. Well, it's not as necessary as it used to be either. So it's a... It's a different thing. I mean, I'm glad to see Lemay is keeping that alive because yes. it's <laughs> really important to kind of build on that trade. And we need people to fix our cars. We do. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, you really do. 
Yeah. I mean, Thanks, Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Um, I also play a big role with our Club Auto membership. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How much but, is membership at LeMay? Tell us about membership. Well, it starts at $50 for an individual, kind of goes up from there. Um, you can get a family membership for two adults and up to four children for just under $100 a year. And that's an- okay, annual. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's and that um, gives you free admission all year long. Um, you can attend all of the um, family activities and programs for free. You also get um, discounts for some of our really amazing signature events. You get extra tickets to pass out to friends and family. Um, there's all kinds of things to do at the museum all year round. So it's really... Um, it's a great family location. It I is. mean, it's a great... If, if you've got kids and you need, you know, it's a place where the kids can run around and, you know, and, and the cars are accessible. I mean, you can't get in them, but, the, you know, you're up and close to them and you get to see some of these beautiful works of art, everything from, like we said, the steam to modern exotics to, and I, I actually am looking forward to going back down real soon because I want to see this lowrider exhibit. It's something that yeah. really appeals to me it's for some reason. Cool. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's a really interesting place to go. And it, like you said, it's one of the few things in the car industry you can actually do year round here. You pretty much have Avants and this and the occasional one-off car show. But I mean, the shop has their gathering, which has like four or five cars because it's raining. And no matter what anybody says or emails to exotics, no, you can't run in the rain. Events don't run in the rain because people don't show up. You come to a museum, everything's nice and warm and enclosed and you hop out. indoors. Yeah, Yeah. so you have stuff to do year-round if you go to the museum. And Tacoma can be a trek, but it's not bad on the weekends. I've done the drive, I don't know how many times. It's no big deal. Well, let's touch back on uh, Club Auto because I think that's really an interesting concept that you guys have there. Yes. So Club Auto is a um, donor level that starts at $1,200 a year. Um, It's really focused on keeping cars on the road. Um, So a lot of our members like to drive their cars and they want to be a part of um, other local events that are happening with like-minded individuals, car enthusiasts. And so that's what I do. I plan member events for them. Uh, We go on private collection tours. We have one coming up at John Shirley's the end of March. That's going to be incredible. That's a collection. Yeah. Yeah. And we have a drive planned with with you, Dan, in May. Yeah. Yes. We won't go into too many details because it's a private drive for the Club Auto members. But uh, yeah, I've got a few special plans through. I'm actually going out on the 10th and I'm vetting that drive going through all the ins and outs. So Mm -hmm. I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm looking forward to being the guy that follows everybody and helps. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from there, from Club Auto, we have our Concourse Club. It's more on the philanthropic um, side, and that's um, they're all in support of all of the America's Automotive Trust mis- missions. Yes. So we've got the museum bringing in the community and being the destination we have RPM, um, Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship for students and grants that are available for these students. And Club Auto, Keeping Cars on the Road, and Concourse Club. Now, and a lot of people will notice that you, you talk about you talk about LeMay and then you talk about America's Auto Museum, which a lot of people, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. It is, yeah. So America's Automotive Trust is the umbrella that's over LeMay America's Car Museum, 
RPM Foundation, Club Auto, and Concourse Club. It's over a lot of things. Like yes. it's it's kind yes. of a nationwide thing. Like, it is. Right? Yeah. It's it's taking us nationwide, which is going to be really really good for the museum and the Tacoma community. Taking us out of Tacoma and bringing people there from all over the world. Well, it's awesome to hear that you guys are growing and nationwide. I mean, it's. Uh, I've, I've got to admit, when LeMay first opened down in Tacoma, I was like, oh, crap, they're in Tacoma. Because <laughs> I really <laughs> wanted them to be successful, but Tacoma's a tough spot. It's a growing spot. Tacoma isn't the Tacoma we knew in the 70s and 80s and even in the 90s. It's actually pretty dang it nice It even now. smells better now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, the rejuvenation down there has been <laughs> pretty great to see. So I'm glad to hear you guys are going nationwide. Let's take a quick break, though, and when we get back, we'll close out and talk a little more about LeMay. Hey, this is Nick from Rain City Supercars. This part of the podcast is brought to you by M Squared Fitness. Personalized fitness, personalized performance. Find M Squared Fitness online at m2-fitness.com. Mention Rain City Supercars, get your first session free. And we're back. Well, we really appreciate you coming. Could you give us any insight into what's coming up with LeMay? I know everything is super secret, which I love because you guys, you guys kind of keep it, you know, close to the vest, but it's, uh, it, what's coming up? Yeah. So we have two new exhibits coming up, uh, one in April called Powering the Future. It's going to be about fossil fuels. It's going to be a more interacting, engaging type of exhibit, um, there's a there are a lot of secrets that I can't share completely. That's okay. That's okay. Um, but it is going to be very exciting. It's taking over an entire ramp on the bottom floor on the east side, and um, after that, I can't say much about this one. But something really exciting coming in end of May, early June. But what I can tell you is our first cruise in of the summer is going to be June twenty fourth. Don't we miss have, it. Those are so much fun. They're yeah. so much fun. And we have moved them to Saturdays, uh, which is going to be pretty exciting, kind of a later in the afternoon. And at that summer ender fender bender style. So you remember last absolutely. year when we had the live music, there was entertainment, the food, food trucks, yeah, absolutely. vendors. Yeah. All of that, again, will happen in June. So well, kind of kicking off the summer. I mean, th- talking about things that you can talk about. Right now, exhibit, <laughs> exhibit wise, you have you, you, you're, the exotics ex- exhibit, exotic car exhibit is still running until? That will change out in May. In May. Mm-hmm. And then you also, and right now you do have the lowrider exhibit. We do. Right we have lowriders okay. on Route 66. Route, route, lowriders on Route 66, yep. which is awesome. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are two great exhibits. Um, I haven't been down there since you guys did the change out on the exotics. I saw the first bunch that came through and then yeah. I haven't had a chance to get back down there just because of, you know, life. <laughs> but I'm looking forward. I'm hoping to get down there before the end of the exhibit. Um, yeah, for those, for those cruising events, we usually there's usually an event after exotics at Redmond where everybody kind of gets together and takes their exotics down there and we pack that lower lot or lawn yeah, if it's nice yep. and then and they're pretty cool stuff. So we'll post that up when yeah, that we'll, happens we'll, we'll, on we'll our, on our site. Yeah. 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 Those are fun. Um, and if you guys have any questions for us or, or for Chrissy. Um, <laughs> or Kristen. Stop calling Kristen. me that. No. Um, <laughs> Uh, you can always reach uh, reach out to us, and we can we can pass your question along, or uh, you know she's very available through email too. Yeah. All yeah, right. Definitely. Well, thanks, Kristen, for joining us, and I'm sure we'll see you soon down at the museum or around at shows we keep running into you at at weird places, car it's, shows. That it's is. like we work in the same area. I know. <laughs> it's a small world. And I promise I don't always ask people for money. 
<laughs> no, no, but not at all. yes, if you'd like yeah. to make a donation, that would be wonderful. <laughs> Put down the knife and maybe I will. Yeah. <laughs> yes, this is a good cause. Well, thanks again for joining us, Kristen. And uh, from all of us, don't just get there, enjoy the drive.